Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Directly Yours Light, a Nintendo podcast. I am your host, Adam Renard, and I am so excited to be coming to you live from my car. Now, let's cut a couple little business notes here that I want to cover real quick before we get too much into what we're talking about, Nintendo. Uh, First things first. If you are new to the podcast, I am coming to you from SoundCloud, from Spotify, from Apple Podcast Services. And I am I do these things, and I'm pretty much, I record this podcast in my car as I drive, just because I want an outlet to talk about Nintendo. I enjoy talking about Nintendo, but I have a job and children and, uh, you know, just, I don't have a time to talk a lot to friends about Nintendo. So... I, who enjoy podcasts, have created this podcast so that you out there, if you are someone who enjoys talking about Nintendo or hearing about Nintendo, it's just another outlet. I know there are plenty of options out there, but I'm so glad that you're listening to this show. It is usually about a 15 to 20 minute show, and (laughs) really, I have reached the top of my SoundCloud allotment. So if you are looking for this show, I'm always going to post the new episode, but about six or seven, maybe eight, ten, somewhere in their episodes back, I actually have to remove the previous episode. I am to the point where until I can get enough listenership to have a little bit of extra support with this show, I can only put so many episodes on at a time. Now, I am archiving them and looking into different ways to keep or put up all of the shows at a later date, but with the time constraints that I have, uh, I don't have a ton of ability to investigate that. So it will come slowly, and hopefully the listenership will grow enough to warrant me needing to do it. addition to that, though, this week I'm going to be recording for the first time a YouTube show. My friend Bill Vaca has been encouraging me to move forward with that and and kind of get my YouTube channel up and running. Now, I had done it last year for the Nintendo Labo Classroom and started to try to do this format there. But he's kind of pushed and said, you know what, dive in, and I think that the time is right. So this week, I'm actually going to be launching a new YouTube show on my channel that's going to be called Barrel Full of Shells. Uh, I'm sure the quality this week will be Okay, it's something that I'll look to improve as as I get better and more comfortable doing it. But I am excited to bring those things to you. So look for that, and thank you for listening today. This week, I want to talk a little bit about a little something different. Now, in the news, we had Sakurai, the maker of Smash Brothers, admit that in Smash Brothers... There are too many Fire Emblem characters, and there are too many sword fighters. Now, folks, there are, at this point, 70-some fighters in Smash Brothers. By the time Fighters Pass 2 is over, there's going to be over 80. Now, yes, I agree, in some cases, that one-tenth of the fighter representation coming from one franchise, let alone the franchise that is not the main seller on Nintendo consoles is a little bit much. But that being said, when you look at it, there are a lot of different games, so there's a lot more characters that come across Fire Emblem. That, I think, is only going to be an issue for this game. When we talk about 
to Smash Brothers Ultimate. We really don't know what the future of Smash Brothers looks like, but if we get a completely different kind of reset with Smash Brothers after this, you can probably guess that they are going to reduce the number of, of characters. And Fire Emblem would probably be right in the middle of the crosshairs for that. So I think this is one of those things where we may not like the fact that Byleth was the last character for the Smash Pass in Volume 1, but we do have another volume coming. And we may not love that there are eight characters from Fire Emblem, but the reality is, in Smash Brothers, you don't have to play as everybody. So if you like one of those characters more than another, you want to be a Fire Emblem character, you just have lots of choices to make. If you don't like them, just beat them up, <laughs> you know, like, and so it's, it's one of those things that I think people are, are getting up in, in arms about, and when you look at it, there's, there's a lot of people on the internet talking about it. Now, that said, the thing that a lot more people are talking about on the internet right now is the lack of our Nintendo Direct. Now, I am posting this or recording this on Tuesday night in the middle of February, and I fully aware or I'm fully aware that tomorrow morning at nine o'clock or ten o'clock, Nintendo could post a thing that says tune in on Thursday, February thirteenth, and see a Nintendo Direct and what we have coming for the Nintendo Switch, you know, after Animal Crossing. And I am not one to complain. I don't think that complaining about it does any good. Add that to the fact that I currently have a backlog of amazing games and I keep going back to the, the awesome franchises that already exist on the Nintendo Switch. And I, I, I don't think that there's too much of a need in terms of what to play. That said... Nintendo has kind of created this cycle, this, uh, if you will, a, a expectation that every four or five months there will be a Nintendo Direct. The last Nintendo Direct that was not based strictly on Pokemon was in September of last year. You couple that with the fact that the only two releases on Nintendo's calendar right now are Animal Crossing, which is March 20th, which we still don't know much about at all, and Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, which is the opposite because it's a remake of a game from 2006. Both of those games come out in a month or about a month because in on you know March 20th, which is a month and a week away, both of those games will be on store shelves. And after that, no one knows what is going to happen with Nintendo stuff. Do we know there's going to be games? Absolutely. Do we know that those games will probably involve franchises that we know and love? Sure. There are rumors out there about different things. Uh, I've talked about some of those rumors before. But the real problem here is every time Nintendo posts on social media something about a game, we see a deluge of comments about where's the Direct, there needs to be a Nintendo Direct, and other fans were like, just be patient, just be patient. 
And really, the problem here is the created expectation of you will know more about our games through the next Nintendo Direct. When, you know, the last Nintendo Direct happened, they announced games through January, and they revealed that the Xenoblade Chronicles remake was coming in 2020. At that point, we knew about Animal Crossing, we knew about Tokyo Mirage Sessions, we knew about um, Pokemon Sword and Shield, we knew about... Uh, I was going to say Ring Fit, but we didn't know about Ring Fit. Luigi's Mansion. We knew that the Dragon Quest XI, which was published by Nintendo, was coming. We knew all of this stuff was coming down the pipe. Now, we're sitting here in February, and we don't know what's coming. And I, personally, am excited. Like, I am ready to hear about it whenever they're ready to talk about it. I have that sort of perspective of, like, I know that, you know, Paper Mario is probably a true, you know, thing coming. Intelligence System has been working on something. They were not the primary developers of the new Fire Emblem game. They had a hand in it. They had, you know, focus over it or um, supervision over it. But they didn't do it. So we know they're working on something. They have three major franchises for Nintendo. Paper Mario, Fire Emblem, and Advance Wars. Advance Wars has been dormant for a long time. So logic would dictate, yeah, there's a Paper Mario game coming. We know the Zelda sequel is coming. We can assume that there are going to be more ports coming. They made so many great games for the Wii U that are stuck on the Wii U that Nintendo can make good money on by just bringing them over to the Nintendo Switch. And it doesn't take a major team to make that happen. Now, the part that makes people antsy is they want to know what's coming. And in a video game culture where Sony and Microsoft will frequently announce games a year or two in advance, Nintendo holding its cards close to its chest and saying within months of it coming out, and I don't mean like half a calendar year right now, I mean, when we're talking about Pokemon Mystery Dungeon was revealed in January, it comes out in March. And, you know, that was January to February, February to March. We're talking a two-month cycle before that game is going to hit after it was announced. So you find yourself in a very tricky, excuse me, I just yawned, a very tricky situation as a company and as a fan where you're used to something. And when that doesn't follow the cycle that it has followed for years now, people are going to get antsy. People want to know why they should be banging their chest about their investment. We as consumers like to defend our purchases. We have brand loyalties. We We have hitched our wagons to the Nintendo Switch. And Nintendo typically very good and very cyclical about when they say what's coming, we want to be excited about it. We want to be sharing and evangelizing and talking about why Nintendo Switch is worth owning. And so we find ourselves now without that. And some people 
who are very excited about whatever it will be want to know. Now, the irony of this, and I saw a great tweet about it earlier that said, you know, some people will clamor and clamor and clamor for a Nintendo Direct. And then the entire time that the Nintendo Direct is airing will be off in the comment section to the right of the YouTube channel or YouTube video saying how boring it is because it's not exactly what they wanted. And I do think there is a great deal of irony to that. And there is some, you know, responsibility for not always being negative about it. You know, I am very positive about Nintendo as a company, but as a fan, since I was five years old, I also have realistic expectations for what will and will not come. You know, and and I think that those expectations are necessary when you look at a company because they have to think about what to bring out where so that they can create balance. Now, I do think that we are seeing the 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 now bountiful, you know, development of a lot of games for one system as opposed for two. When when the Wii U was out, they had to balance it between the 3DS and the Wii U, and it was very difficult for them. Now that they have hitched all uh, or put all their eggs in the Nintendo Switch basket, there are plenty of games to come. They just have to announce them. They just have to put it out there, and it'll come. We will get a Nintendo Direct. They will talk all about everything that's coming out. They won't be silent forever. They can't be silent forever. But I do wonder if we're taking an approach now where we really are, Nintendo really is wanting to shorten the time between announcement and release to create the greatest amount of excitement. Because they know that they can't match the power and teraflops, if you will, of the the Xbox X Series X and the PlayStation 5. So maybe to build excitement and maintain excitement, they're looking to make smaller cycles between announcement and launch of a game to, you know, kind of create that striking while the iron is hot and and taking advantage of the excitement that it creates of like, yes, we got this new game. Oh, it looks so great. Buy it. Rather than announcing things way in advance so we can kind of him and haw and wonder about the state of it and what it looks like. That being said, you know, you still have ten poles like Breath of the Wild 2. You know, if they if they do another Mario Kart, if they do another Odyssey, the, these games, they can announce well in advance and people will maintain excitement about it for the whole time through, but with their smaller titles, you know, if they announce it, we get excited about it, and we don't have too much time as consumers to go, well, maybe I don't want that, and we have to make that choice while everybody's still excited about it. We'll see what happens. The, you know, the the time is coming when we are going to be able to hear about this stuff. It is really, really, like, late in the game. And I agree. I think it has been, personally, I think it's been too long since the last Direct, which is why you're getting all of these people being moderately disrespectful in the comments of all of the things they're talking about. Because when you talk about today, the one that I saw was the announcement of DLC from Nintendo uh, announcing the, the the next DLC expansion for Dead Cells. 
a game that is not a Nintendo published game, but Nintendo promoted it to get some eyes on it. But the comments underneath it are nine out of every nine out of 10 are about the lack of a Nintendo direct or people trying to calm other people down about the fact that there isn't a direct and really Nintendo has to fix that. They have to be the ones to create the expectation, even if they announce it earlier. And, you know, if in January they had said that the direct would be on February 20th or in, in, you know, and I know everybody's got theories about when they announce dates and all that stuff, but even if they're just a little more forward about it, I think it would help this situation. So it's a weird situation. It's it's been a slow news week because of it. There were a couple of other little things like the one of wonderful 101 Kickstarter through Platinum Games, which made its Kickstart goal and is coming out actually in April, which is really cool. Um, I have not purchased it yet, but probably will or considering doing it kind of after I get paid, uh, whenever I get paid and, and just, you know, there, there's a lot of things like that. The beautiful animal crossing system, which I talked about last time and, you know, there's stuff to be excited about, but right now it's just a little slow. Uh, the other thing I think that happened this week that is worth talking about is the, uh, new outer worlds news. Now, the game got delayed because of Victorious, the company that's doing the port, being located, or at least parts of it being located in China, where if you know what's going on and don't live under a rock, you know that there is uh, kind of an epidemic level, pandemic level uh, virus that is causing all of these issues in China and has now started to impact other parts of the world. And it has also started to impact video games. Um, and not that video games matter in comparison to other people's lives. And this, you know, this virus, which is very serious and very sad that it is happening. Um, but, you know, they're talking about the fact that they had to delay this game. Now, they, Obsidian and Victorious used this as a, a chance to delay it so that they could also get a physical version of the game out there, which I think was a very smart move because I know personally when I found out it was an eShop only title, I put off my desire to immediately get to this game. So that does change that a little bit. So I will be interested to see kind of what happens based on this and and going forward. And I also am interested to see if it does cause any delays in hardware, especially this year being a year of new hardware. So there, there, there are little snippets of business going on here, folks, but I do think we are in the calm before the storm. I do expect there to be a Nintendo Direct soon. If it happens on Thursday, it's all I'm going to talk about on my first video. If not, I'm excited to, to share with you some of what's going on there. And uh, look forward to any feedback that you have. You know, if you get an opportunity, drop a rating uh, for us on, over on iTunes or on Spotify. And, um, you know, give us some likes over on, on SoundCloud and on YouTube when the new show launches. Uh, other than that, enjoy your playing. I'll talk to you more on Friday about what I'm playing. Thanks. Have a great day.